time to take a look at lovefood.com. You know, this is always the day when I'm at my hungriest during the show <laughs> yeah. because not only we do we get a fabulous recipe from Veronica, mm. uh, we also get uh, to talk about food with lovefood.com. But uh, this is something that might not really appeal to a lot of people's taste yeah. this week unless you've ever tried edible flowers i think it is a psychological thing i think you could draw a parallel with something like uh, uh you know awful tribal awful like psychologically you go oh that sounds really weird or odd but, but once, tastes so good yeah, once you actually try it you realize that it's absolutely delicious and this to me as well is the same with edible flowers i'd be a bit <laughs> What? I'm not going to eat that, surely. But having a flick through this article, it sounds absolutely amazing. And yes, it's talking about being inspired by the Chelsea Flower Show, which is on at the moment. Some really creative gardening going on there. But did you know that there are 54 varieties of edible flowers, including borage, I've never heard of that, daisies, cornflowers, and also chamomile. Edible flowers can suit any sized growing space, from window boxes to courtyard gardens, a lot and large country estates. There is a misconception that edible flowers only suit Michelin star type of cooking, but actually everyone with access to outside areas has the potential to grow and eat them. Flowers have been eaten for centuries, but they fell out of favour in recent decades. So living in a society where growing space comes at a premium, isn't it time that we made the most of what we've got? Edible flowers have a variety of uses. They can be used as flavorings, decorations, even in ice cubes. And lovefood.com have got some suggestions here that edible flower, uh, some experiments for you to try at home. And the first one they talk about are floral butters. Yes, they're a quick and easy way to add color and flavor to both sweet and savory dishes. Some edible flowers, such as lavender, chive flowers, Mexican tarragon, nasturtiums, rose petals, and giant hyssop, will give butter a distinct flavour. Others, such as cornflowers, dianthus, violas, pansies and polyanthus, will add a milder flavour to the butter, but provide you with a beautiful colour. Now, actually, I had heard about chive flowers being eaten before, but chive is a herb in the first place, so to me that makes sense. But something like nasturtiums or rose petals would never have thought of putting them in food well yes I've eaten um, nasturtiums mm -hmm. they grow in my garden and mm -hmm. they are nice on salad really to decorate a salad but then yeah. you can eat them as well I mean you yeah. wouldn't put it in as a kind of and nasturtium leaves okay. can be used as um, you know almost like a lettuce mm. and they've got that kind of peppery rockety oh, yeah. kind of taste so it's quite nice to mix some of them through mm. um, I, I wouldn't have a bowl full of flowers or anything no, no, no. Um, it's, it's... it would really just be to kind of make the top of it look pretty yeah. um, and then you can eat them but um, rose petals uh, I've had in kind of um, crystallised forms which we'll talk a wee bit about yeah. you know throughout this article but more sugar coated oh, rose okay. petals and they're so lovely yeah that does sound intriguing mm. but, the, but the butter putting it in a butter is just a really good way of infusing the flavours and the colours of the flowers into the butter and then that will work its way through whatever you're cooking yeah. um, you, My, a friend of mine mm. actually um, has wild garlic Oh. in her garden and um, wild garlic grows as, as kind of little leaves mm -hmm. um, and they taste of garlic mm -hmm. and she will quite often when I go up um, make me some garlic butter uh, yeah. wild garlic butter um, or she'll make some kind of soup and put 
Wow. While while garlic through it is so beautiful. It grows in kind of sandy, loamy oh. soil, um, but not really where I live, yeah. unfortunately. No, that's intriguing. That's really intriguing. But if you want to infuse your, your butter with uh, any any flower flavours, you've got to make sure that the butter's at room temperature. You chop the flowers and, and so forth really, really finely and then stir all through and then put the butter back in the fridge to set. And these sort of things, they make lovely accompaniment to scones, cakes, French toast, biscuits. You can try a combination of flowers with other ingredients such as icing sugar lemon juice orange zest cinnamon honey there's loads of different things that you can do and it's not just sweet food savory as well on um, baked potatoes warm baguettes over lightly steamed vegetables grilled fish hundreds of things that you can use. Do you know um, a great thing to do as well, Stuart? See if you've got Mm. um, the likes of a butter that you're making up, like sage in your garden. Mm -hmm. I sometimes make up sage butter, um, particularly in the springtime, you know, when the herbs are growing. I'll make a sage butter and I'll make, um, you know, chive butter, garlic Mm -hmm. butter, all that kind of stuff. Roll them into a sausage and put it in the freezer. And then when it comes to barbecuing, if I'm doing a pork chop Mm -hmm. on the barbecue, Mm -hmm. um, I will take uh, a hot knife and just cut a coin oh. of of the butter. Yeah. So I'll do um the, the sage butter for pork. I've got mint butter for uh lamb chops, Brilliant. things like that. So it's really nice at a barbecue yeah, that's to do things like that. So simple but mm. really, really effective. Yeah. But yeah, of course Flowers are are very picturesque as well, so this article continues that you can use them as garnishes and stunning cake decorations. Um, Violas and pansies are a popular choice for crystallising flowers, and this is uh, a way of using them in sweet uh, cake decorations and so forth. Other flowers that are good for crystallising include dianthus, sweet williams, polyanthus, primulas, and also rose petals. What you're going to need to do this is an egg white, caster sugar, uh, a paintbrush, and grease-proof paper. You've got to make sure that the flowers are dry. You can also work with individual petals that have been separated from the flower or the whole flower itself. Uh, You use a small brush to paint the petals of the flower with egg white. Sprinkle a light coating of sugar all over the surface. Make sure you cover the whole part of the flower. um, And then you dry overnight on the grease paper in a warm dry place and the whole flower will um, need to be turned until it is dry but yeah it will just crystallize it and then it's uh, yeah preserved in a way that can be used as a, a lovely edible decoration it is it's so pretty and that's what I was talking about earlier mm. on um when uh, when I I remember when when I got engaged uh, one of the the little we went for afternoon tea mm. and one of the courses was um I can't even remember what it was but it had this gorgeous crystallized with gold leaf and oh, sugar wow. uh, rose petals and it's just honestly it's phenomenal. too nice to eat yeah that is absolutely <laughs> phenomenal but there's other things that you can do with the flowers as well and that's create a natural food coloring yes never again will you need to buy food coloring or use any artificially created colors because you really don't know what sort of things they're putting into that these chemicals to make them so going entirely natural at least you know what is in it um, and it's it's a, a fun engagement way of, of using things as well. So they've got a few flowers here that you can uh, use in natural food colouring and um, yeah, of course, different 
species and different type of flower will produce a different color. So the cornflower black ball flower actually will make purple food coloring. The cornflower blue ball, the red ball, and the uh, calendulas, I've not heard of calendulas before, they all uh, make purple. Cornflowers are particularly well suited to cake making as their mild flavor means that you can add vibrant color without changing the flavor of the cakes or icing. Whereas calendulas have a more distinct flavor, so they're best to use in savory cooking or perhaps to add color along with stronger flavors such as citrus. And uh, to use these in, in, in food coloring, you pick your flowers on a dry day so that they're fully open. You dry them by hanging them upside down, remove the petals and spread them finely um, and leave them in a warm dry location to, to dry. And as soon as they're fully dry, which might take about a week, um, you grind them down in a pestle and mortar uh, and then really, really fine into a fine dust, they say. Um, and then you can just add that into icing, custards, any other food. And uh, that's a really, really good way of just mixing it up and, and entirely natural as well. So it's the time of year for it. Coming into spring, all the flowers are, you know, coming out. So, yeah, get into the garden and find some brilliant ways of, of eating flowers. I never thought I'd say that. Absolutely. No, <laughs> no, no. It doesn't sound like the kind of thing, a, 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 you know, a bloke yeah. from Oz would say. <laughs> but, but there you go. It does actually sound intriguing and quite tasty. Yeah, absolutely. My favourite colour mm. is, uh, one of my favourite colours is cornflower blue. Wow. Such a beautiful colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, listen, thank you for taking us through that article. It's really, really interesting. And if you want to take a look at it yourself, then uh, do take a look on their fully accessible website. It's lovefood.com. There's always being updated with fantastic recipes and uh, loads of interesting articles. So go on and take a wee look.